The mind, if mindfulness and awareness are watching over it, won't meet with any suffering as the result of its actions. If suffering does arise, we'll be immediately aware of it and able to put it out. This is one point of the practice we can work at constantly. And we can test ourselves by seeing how refined and subtle our all-around awareness is inside the mind. Whenever the mind slips away and goes out to receive external sensory contact, can it maintain its basic stance of mindfulness or internal awareness? The practice we need to work at in our everyday life is to have constant mindfulness, constant all-around present awareness like this. This is something we work at in every posture, sitting, standing, walking, and lying down. Make sure that your mindfulness stays continuous. Living in this world, the mental and physical phenomena of these five aggregates give us plenty to contemplate. We must try to watch them, to contemplate them, so that we can understand them. Because the truths we must learn how to read in this body and mind are here to be read with every moment. We don't have to get wrapped up with any other extraneous themes because all the themes we need are right here in the body and mind. As long as we can keep the mind constantly aware all around, we can contemplate them. If you contemplate mental and physical events to see how they arise and disband right in the here and now, and don't get involved with external things like sights making contact with the eyes or sounds with the ears, then there really aren't a lot of issues. The mind can be at normalcy, at equilibrium, calm and undisturbed by defilement or the stresses that come from sensory contact. It can look after itself and maintain its balance. You'll come to sense that if you're aware, right at awareness in and of itself, without going out to get involved in external things like the mental labels and thoughts that will tend to arise, the mind will see their constant arising and disbanding and won't be embroiled in anything. This way, it can be disengaged, empty, and free. But if it goes out to label things as good or evil, as me or mine, or gets attached to anything, it'll become unsettled and disturbed. You have to know that if the mind can be still, totally and presently aware, and capable of contemplating with every activity, then blatant forms of suffering and stress will dissolve away. And even if they start to form, you can be alert to them and disperse them immediately. Once you see this actually happening, even in only the beginning stages, it can disperse a lot of the confusion and turmoil in your heart. In other words, don't let yourself dwell on the past or latch on to thoughts of the future. As for the events arising and passing away in the present, you have to leave them alone. Whatever your duties, simply do them as you have to, 
and the mind won't get worked up about anything. It will be able, at least to some extent, to be empty and still. This one thing is something you have to be very careful about. You have to see this for yourself, that if your mindfulness and discernment are constantly in charge, the truths of the arising and disbanding of mental and physical phenomena are always there for you to see, always there for you to know. If you look at the body, you'll have to see it simply as physical properties. If you look at feelings, you'll have to see them as changing and inconstant. Pleasure, pain, neither pleasure nor pain. To see these things is to see the truth within yourself. Don't let yourself get caught up with external duties. Simply keep watch in this way inside. If your awareness is the sort that lets you read yourself correctly, the mind will be able to stay at normalcy, at equilibrium, at stillness, without any resistance. If the mind can stay with itself and not go out looking for things to criticize or latch on to, it can maintain a natural form of stillness. So this is something we have to try for in our every activity. Keep your conversations to a minimum and there won't be a lot of issues. Keep watch right at the mind. When you watch at the mind and your mindfulness is continuous, your senses can stay restrained. Being mindful to keep watch in this way is something you have to work at. Try it and see. Can you keep this sort of awareness continuous? What sort of things can still get the mind engaged? What sorts of thoughts and labels of good and bad, me and mine, does it think up? Then look to see if these things arise and disband. The sensations that arise from external contact and internal contact all have the same sorts of characteristics. You have to look till you can see this. If you know how to look, you'll see it and the mind will grow calm. So the point we have to practice in this latter stage doesn't have a whole lot of issues. There's nothing you have to do, nothing you have to label, nothing you have to think a whole lot about. Simply look carefully and contemplate, and in this very lifetime, you'll have a chance to be calm and at peace, to know yourself more profoundly within. You'll come to see that the Dhamma is amazing right here in your own heart. Don't go searching for the Dhamma outside, for it lies within. Peace lies within. But we have to contemplate so that we're aware all around, subtly, deep down. If you look just on the surface, you won't understand anything. Even if the mind is at normalcy, on the ordinary, everyday level, you won't understand much of anything at all. You have to contemplate so that you're aware all around in a skillful way. The word skillful is something you can't explain with words, but you can know for yourself when you see the way in which awareness within the heart becomes special, when you see what this special awareness is about. 
This is something you can know for yourself. And there's not really much to it. Simply arising, persisting, disbanding. Look until this becomes plain, really, really plain, and everything disappears. All suppositions, all conventional formulations, all those aggregates and properties get swept away, leaving nothing but awareness pure and simple, not involved with anything at all. And there's nothing you have to do to it. Simply stay still and watch, be aware, letting go with every moment. Simply watching this one thing is enough to do away with all sorts of defilements, all sorts of suffering and stress. If you don't know how to watch it, the mind is sure to get disturbed. It's sure to label things and concoct thoughts. As soon as there's contact at the senses, it'll go looking for things to latch onto, liking and disliking the objects it meets in the present, and then getting involved with the past and future, spinning a web to entangle itself. If you truly look at each moment in the present, there's really nothing at all. You'll see with every mental moment that things disband, disband, disband. Really nothing at all. The important point is that you don't go forming issues out of nothing. The physical elements perform their duties in line with their elementary physical nature. The mental elements keep sensing in line with their own affairs. But our stupidity is what goes looking for issues to cook up, to label, to think about. It goes looking for things to latch onto, and then gets the mind into a turmoil. This point is all we have to see for ourselves. This is the problem we have to solve for ourselves. If things are left to their nature, pure and simple, there's no us, no them. This is a singular truth that will arise for us to know and see. There's nothing else we can know or see that can match it in any way. Once you know and see this one thing, it extinguishes all suffering and stress. The mind will be empty and free with no meanings, no attachments for anything at all. This is why looking in is so special in so many ways. Whatever arises, simply stop still to look at it. Don't get excited by it. If you become excited, when any special intuitions arise when the mind is still, you'll get the mind worked up into a turmoil. If you become afraid that this or that will happen, that too will get you in a turmoil. So you have to stop and look, stop and know. The first thing is simply to look. The first thing is simply to know. And don't latch on to what you know, because whatever it is, it's simply a phenomenon that arises and disbands, arises and disbands, changing as part of its nature. So your awareness has to take a firm stance right at the mind in and of itself. In the beginning stages, you have to know that when mindfulness is standing firm, the mind won't be affected by the objects of sensory contact. 
Keep working at maintaining this stance, holding firm to this stance. If you gain a sense of this for yourself, really knowing and seeing for yourself, your mindfulness will become even more firm. If anything arises in any way at all, you'll be able to let it go. And all the many troubles and turmoils of the mind will dissolve away. If mindfulness slips and the mind goes out giving meanings to anything, latching on to anything, troubles will arise. So you have to keep checking on this with every moment. There's nothing else that's so worth checking on. You have to keep check on the mind in and of itself. Contemplating the mind in and of itself. Or else you can contemplate the body in and of itself. Feelings in and of themselves. Or the phenomenon of arising and disbanding. The Dhamma in and of itself. All of these things are themes you can keep track of entirely within yourself. You don't have to keep track of a lot of themes because having a lot of themes is what will make you restless and distracted. First you'll practice this theme, then you'll practice that, and then you'll make comparisons, all of which will keep the mind from growing still. If you can take your stance at awareness, if you're skilled at looking, the mind can be at peace. You'll know how things arise and disband. First, practice keeping awareness right within yourself so that your mindfulness can be firm without being affected by the objects of sensory contact, so that it won't label things as good or bad, pleasing or displeasing. You have to keep checking to see that when the mind is at normalcy, centered and neutral as its primary stance, then whatever it knows or sees, it will be able to contemplate and let go. The sensations in the mind that we explain at such length are still on the level of labels. Only when there can be awareness right at awareness Will you really be able to know that the mind that is aware of awareness in this way doesn't send its knowing outside of this awareness? There are no issues. Nothing can be concocted in the mind when it knows in this way. In other words, an inward-staying, unentangled knowing, all outward-going knowing, cast aside. The only thing you have to work at maintaining is the state of mind at normalcy, knowing, seeing, and still in the present. If you don't maintain it, if you don't keep looking after it, then when sensory contact comes, it will have an effect. The mind will go out with labels of good and bad, liking and disliking. So make sure you maintain the basic awareness that's awareness right at yourself. And don't let there be any labeling. No matter what sort of sensory contact comes, you have to make sure that this awareness comes first. If you train yourself correctly in this way, everything will stop. You won't go straying out through your senses of sight, hearing, etc., the mind will stop and look, stop and be aware 
right at awareness so as to know the truth that all things arise and disband. There's no real truth to anything. Only our stupidity is what latches on to things, giving them meanings and then suffering for it, suffering because of its ignorance, suffering because of its unacquaintance with the five aggregates, form, feelings, perceptions, thought fabrications, and consciousness, all of which are inconstant, stressful, and not self. Use mindfulness to gather your awareness together and the mind will stop getting unsettled, stop running after things. It will be able to stop and be still. Then make it know in this way, see in this way constantly at every moment with every activity. Work at watching and knowing the mind in and of itself. That will be enough to cut away all sorts of issues You won't have to concern yourself with them. If the body is in pain, simply keep watch of it. You can simply keep watch of feelings in the body because the mind that's aware of itself in this way can keep watch of anything within or without. Or it can simply be aware of itself to the point where it lets go of things outside, lets go of sensory contact and keeps constant watch on the mind in and of itself. That's when you'll know that this is what the mind is like when it's at peace. It doesn't give meanings to anything. It's the emptiness of the mind unattached, uninvolved, unconcerned with anything at all. These words, unattached, uninvolved, and unconcerned, are things you have to consider carefully because what they refer to is subtle and deep. Uninvolved means uninvolved with sensory contact, undisturbed by the body or feelings. Unconcerned means not worried about past, future, or present. You have to contemplate these things until you know them skillfully. Even though they're subtle, you have to contemplate them until you know them thoroughly. And don't go concerning yourself with external things because they'll keep you unsettled, keep you running, keep you distracted with labels and thoughts of good and bad and all that sort of thing. You have to put a stop to these things. If you don't, your practice won't accomplish anything because these things keep playing up to you and deceiving you. Once you see anything, It will fool you into seeing it as right, wrong, good, bad, and so forth. Eventually, you have to come down to the awareness that everything simply arises, persists, and then disbands. Make sure you stay focused on the disbanding. If you watch just the arising, you may get carried off on a tangent. But if you focus on the disbanding, you'll see emptiness. Everything is disbanding every instant. No matter what you look at, no matter what you see, it's there just for an instant and then disbands. Then it arises again, then it disbands. There's simply arising, knowing, disbanding. So let's watch what happens of its own accord because the arising and disbanding that occurs by way of the senses is something that happens of its own accord. 
You can't prevent it. You can't force it. If you look and know it without attachment, there'll be none of the harm that comes from joy or sorrow. The mind will stay in relative normalcy and neutrality. But if you're forgetful and start latching on, labeling things in pairs in any way at all, good and bad, happy and sad, pleasing and displeasing, the mind will become unsettled, no longer empty, no longer still. When this happens, you have to probe on in to know why. All of the worthless issues that arise in the mind have to be cut away. Then you'll find that you have less and less to say, less and less to talk about, less and less to think about. These things grow less and less on their own. They stop on their own. But if you get involved in a lot of issues, the mind won't be able to stay still. So we have to keep watching things that are completely worthless and without substance to see that they're not self. Keep watching them repeatedly because your awareness coupled with the mindfulness and discernment that will know the truth has to see that this isn't myself. There's no substance or worth to it at all. It simply arises and disbands right here. It's here for an instant, and then it disbands. All we have to do is stop and look. Stop and know clearly in this way. And we'll be able to do away with many, many kinds of suffering and stress. The normal stress of the aggregates will still occur. We can't prevent it. But we'll know that it's the stress of nature and won't latch onto it as ours. So we keep watch of things that happen on their own. If we know how to watch, we keep watching things that happen on their own. Don't latch on to them as being you or yours. Keep this awareness firmly established in itself as much as you can, and there won't be much else you'll have to remember or think about. When you keep looking, keep knowing like this at all times, you'll come to see that there are no big issues going on. There's just the issue of arising, persisting, and disbanding. You don't have to label anything as good or bad. If you simply look in this way, it's no great weight on the heart. But if you go around dragging in issues of good and bad, self and all that, then suffering starts in in a big way. The defilements start in in a big way, and they weigh on the heart, making it troubled and upset. So you have to stop and look, stop and investigate really deep down inside. It's like water covered with duckweed. Only when we take our hand to part the duckweed and take a look will we see that the water beneath it is crystal clear. As you look into the mind, you have to part it. You have to stop. Stop thinking. Stop labeling things as good or bad. Stop everything. You can't go branding anything. Simply keep looking. Keep knowing. 
when the mind is quiet, you'll see that there's nothing there. Everything is all still. Everything has all stopped inside. But as soon as there's labeling, even in the stillness, the stopping, the quiet, it will set things in motion. And as soon as things get set into motion and you don't know how to let go right from the start, issues will arise. Waves will arise. Once there are issues and waves, they strike the mind and it goes splashing all out of control. This splashing of the mind includes craving and defilement as well. Because avijja, ignorance, lies at its root. Our major obstacle is this aggregate of perceptions of labels. If we aren't aware of the arising and disbanding of perceptions, these labels will take hold. Perceptions are the chief instigators that label things within and without, so we have to be aware of their arising and disbanding. Once we're aware in this way, perceptions will no longer function as a cause of suffering. In other words, they won't give rise to any further thought fabrications. The mind will be aware in itself and able to extinguish these things in itself. So we have to stop things at the level of perception. If we don't, thought fabrications will fashion things into issues and then cause consciousness to wobble and waver in all sorts of ways. But these are things we can stop and look at, things we can know with every mental moment. If we aren't yet really acquainted with the arising and disbanding in the mind, we won't be able to let go. We can talk about letting go, but we can't do it because we don't yet know. As soon as anything arises, we grab hold of it, even when actually it's already disbanded. But since we don't really see, we don't know. So I ask that you understand this very basic principle. Don't go grasping after this thing or that, or else you'll get yourself all unsettled. The basic theme is within. Look on in, keep knowing on in, until you penetrate everything. The mind will then be free from turmoil, empty, quiet, aware. So keep continuous watch of the mind in and of itself, and you'll come to the point where you simply run out of things to say. Everything will stop on its own, grow still on its own, because the underlying condition that has stopped and is still is already there, simply that we aren't aware of it yet. <laughs>